What is going on? Grinders, it's Chief. I'm in the building. And it's Take Your Pick of It is Thursday, August 31st, 2023. And uh, no time for super pleasantries. Got my man Mike in the building, Mr. Papa Giorgio. Uh, couldn't think of a better person, honestly, to close out our last show of the season with uh, a, a guy that's, I mean, pretty much been around the prop shop pretty much since we started. And so uh, super glad he's been around and uh, another valuable resource there. Mike, what's going on, brother? Tilt earlier after he hooked us on pitches, which, you know, <laughs> There's been a couple couple tough tough losses this week. Charlie Morton comes to mind, but you know that that's part of the game. We move on. We we go to the ne next play, the next slate. So here we are. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, we were talking a little bit pre-show about like the the long-term game and what we're doing. And you know, even my month uh, had a hot beginning of the month, first week or two, really hot. Middle of the month, terrible. And then these this last week and a half, it's been, I mean, just crazy into the month. And you think everything's going wrong, which is, you know, in your mind, you think things are like terrible. But then you pull the spreadsheet up and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like we're we're at the end of the month here, we're cruising. It's ROI going through the roof at the end. So uh, I'm, you know, I, I am an advocate of, you know, making sure you, you do track those results, which, you know, I think I track mine, you know, I track mine personally. I got a good friend in the industry. Uh, Chris, he tracks his by spreadsheet as well. Um, you know, we've got our own system and way, 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 way we track it because we want to see different things. Um, you know, I like to see how much money I've made. And I also like to see how much money I've taken out because sometimes at the end of the month, I haven't taken out enough money. I'm like, whoa, let's take out some more. Like, it's a profitable month. We don't want to leave that in there. So, yep. um, but, but generally speaking, you know, as long as you're tracking your results, uh, it's, you know, however you track it, whether that's picking or by Excel, like, like me and a couple other guys, I think it's definitely important to just look at it because you'll always know where you stand. And that's what keeps me centered during, during a bad week. It's like, well, just pull up the spreadsheet and act, actually see what's actually happening because it, you, you think it's bad and you look, you're like, oh, well, it's fine. The, the, the sky isn't falling. Yeah, I, I do that too, especially with DFS. If it's been a bad week or a couple of weeks, I'll, I'll go back and you know look at the spreadsheet or go look at some of the the more fun screenshots and remind myself why I put myself through this every day. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, listen, this this show is going to be a little bit laid back. Not a huge slate today. Uh, in terms of winning words of wisdom as we close out this last show for the season, man. I I think you know just continue to be be good people and I, I just I just want to shout out the prop shop and this I know more people listen to this show than just in a prop shop but um I just want to thank the prop shop for really hopping on board uh this week you know one of our one of our friends had some really terrible news uh a really unfortunate situation and so um I I just um I I, I was really shaken up by this because you know obviously you know who we're talking about he's been around rg a long time and we've all been around each other a long time and so it um it, it was not i i was not feeling good about it at all and i know we talked offline about that but i do want to personally thank the shop and and anyone else from rg that that decided to hop on board and, and you know support his family uh we're just um we're really grateful and that's what 
that's what this this community is about and so from the bottom of my heart um i i just want to thank everyone because you know just just thank you because it was a, it was really tough really tough yeah, and chief I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I was gonna say something to that effect as well you know um yeah he, he and i i think we've been around rg pretty similar lengths of time we talk pretty yeah. regularly a lot of dfs but you know we've become friends over the years so yeah that was uh that was really horrible news um i did get some good news from him today it sounds like the um willow the dog who was involved uh came home from the vet today and seems to be doing better so um you know little silver lining there but yeah big big shout out to everybody in the shop and all the the support that everybody's given that that's really been amazing yeah yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I'm going to go over our recap and, and what I'm going to do today, and then we'll get into our handful of plays. I'm going to just kind of go over our overall recap since we started the show. And this will just kind of give you an idea in terms of like results. So in May, when we start the show, we were 42, 34, and 2. Uh, in June, 31, 31, and 2. In July, 33, 18, and 1. And then as we close out the month here, we are 38, 29, and 1. 38, 29, and 1 on the month. And uh, this will be our last person. We won't, you won't actually get like an official tally. But I mean, the results were good. Um, I mean, man, it was, uh, it's been, it's been a good role here throughout the season as we head into football season. Um, and so I'll be doing some, some other content. I, and Papa knows this, but I'll be on the Blitz show. Uh, again this year, and that's one of my favorite shows um, to participate in with Cardi. I'll still have, you know, the podcast myself and Luch with Food for Thought, and uh, I'll still be putting out prize picks content and stuff like that. We just won't have take your pick them every day because we're, you know, we're transitioning to football now. But, um, you know, super grateful for that, and you know, the results were, were were pretty good for the past couple of months, even though day to day it might not have felt that way. So, Pop, I'm gonna let you open us up. Um, you know, what's kind of your, your first play, your, your, the first thing you want to discuss? I think I know what it is, but I'm, I'm going to let you do the honors. Yeah, it's uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll start by saying we talked about this pre-show, but yeah. this is a it's a small slate. It's pretty ugly. There, There's not a whole lot to like um, the top play. And I'm already preparing for the, the virtual booing from the crowd. But the top play, which the bat supports quite a bit, is Strider under K's. And yep, I know that that's scary, but the bat has him at 6.8. Um, you know, LA is one of the best offenses in the league. Dodger Stadium is actually more of a hitter's park than I think people realize. And, you know, I, I think another factor, which maybe doesn't impact Strider directly, but the the Coors hangover effect, I, I think, tends to hit teams a little bit. And the Braves are just coming out of Coors, so... You know, maybe they're just a, a little sluggish today. We'll see. But, yeah, Strider under 8Ks. Bat has him around 6.8. I, I do want to point out, because I, I dug into this one a little more before I, I decided to play it. We don't know who the umpire is yet, so that, that could flip the projection a little bit one way or the other. But the other thing I looked at was the pitch count. And the bat has Strider at 89 pitches tonight, which maybe is a hair low, but I, I think is reasonable given the opponent. But what I looked at is even if I bump that up to 99, I just did a little manual math. It still brings the case to around 7.6. So even even if it went a little longer, it, it still has him under. So I, I think it's a pretty solid play based on the numbers. 
Yeah, and I mean, for me, you know, um, and for those of you that don't know, and this is something else we talked about pre-show, which I think is a good discussion. Pop and I have different ways of arriving at similar conclusions most of the time. Like, not every single play we're going to agree on, but like most days, we're going to be on the same couple outside of, you know, two or three here and there. Um, and so for me with Strider, um, I do value matchups quite a bit, you know, when, when I'm kind of going through my process. And so for me, you know, where, where are the limitations going to come from, right? Like Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, you know, Will Smith, even Jason Hayward, like guys that have been around, like David Peralta, these guys just don't strike out a lot, right? And just because they don't strike out, uh, that doesn't mean the ball is going to be in play either. But what it does mean is they're going to make contact. So his ability to, to get strikeouts throughout the course of a game will definitely be more limited in this spot than it would be, say, facing the Detroit, facing the Minnesota, um, you know, facing the Mets now who at the end of the season, they, they've been, been kind of rough, facing the White Sox, facing San Francisco. Like those teams, those are higher strikeout teams. And so when he comes in at eight, I'm more likely to hit the, the, the over there or take more of the projection. But, you know, when you've got a really tough team like the Dodgers, I always say this, low strikeout does not mean no strikeout. But they should limit the opportunities uh, that he has. Now, the, the RG projections, we do have him at 8.19, um, which is, you know, just a hair above above the bat. Where, where did the bat have him at 7.5-ish yeah, when you bumped it manually? It was, uh, When I bumped it up to 99 pitches, it came out to like 7.6. Right. Yeah, but, it's got him standard. at 6.86 right now. But even still, like to me that – I, I, seven in my mind is the number. Like, that's where I think he lands, like, yeah. generally speaking. Now, once again, it's Fisher Strider, so we're not saying that if he goes out and gets 10, like, he can't. Like, clearly, he can go yeah. out and get 10 strikeouts today, and I'm not going to be, like, surprised. But I, I'm with you on the under. Um, he probably gets two strikeouts at the bottom of this order, and the top of the order gives him problems. And it's just how much, how much of a problem – does the top to mid of this order give him to keep to run the pitch count up early enough to limit his strikeout ability? So, um, I'm yeah, going I, to you go ahead, Papa. You go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, I think the other thing that could come into play is you know, we all we all know how much Dave Roberts loves to play games and pinch hit and all that, so it you could get into a situation, and this is probably partly where the pitch count's coming from. Strider gets in a little trouble, you know, they bring in a they pinch hit, bring in another lefty, they at some point it could force Atlanta to go to the pen or at least make them think about it. So, you know, I think yeah. that's, that's just another variable. We, we don't know for sure, but I, that's another thing that I was thinking about. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, good point for sure. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback the, the Strider play. And this is something else we talked about pre-show. So I'm going to put mine out there. I, I, I'm definitely going to have exposure to both, but prize picks does have a combo strikeout. Uh, situation with Strider and Lynn at 14 and you know we kind of kicked it around a little bit you know via, via chat on this one but you know one of these guys gets blown gets blown up the other one doesn't like it kind of gives us an out at 14 strikeouts between both of them like one of these offenses should be able to limit the pitcher whether it's Strider or Lynn or both and if it's both then we're, we should be sitting really pretty um 
I, I definitely think the magic number in my mind, just looking through the lineups, kind of how these teams play, Strider at seven, Lynn at five, I feel like that gives me two strikeouts to force one way or the other. So at 14 strikeouts or prize, prize picks with that combo, I do really like that one in addition. And I am going to play their props singularly. So I am going to play less than eight, less than six. I'm going to play them both. But I'm also going to take less than the combo, which gives me a little a little bit of an out just in case one of these guys decides to go nuts today. Yeah, I do think that's a good strategy. And I, I will say with Lynn, because I'm also looking at this from a DFS perspective, and I, right now I'm leaning toward taking a shot on him in my, my single entry lineup. Yeah. The thing with him is, yeah, you know, it's a bad matchup, but Lynn is a very good pitcher. He just gives up way too many home runs. So yeah. his night his night ultimately is probably going to come down to four or five pitches tonight. And sometimes those are going to be swings and misses. Sometimes they're going to get caught on the warning track. And sometimes they're going to be a three-run three, three run homer. So, yeah. you know, I, I think he – He's very high variance, so yeah, I, I do like the combo. I, I, like you said, it gives you a little extra room, and I, I think both both individual unders are, are solid too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess that covers that game. Uh, I'm going to move to this this next game, or I guess one of the early, or the earliest game, which is Miami Washington, and this is one I've kind of put out today already uh, via Price Peaks video, but. It, it kind of became one of my favorites of the night, and that was a dime at four strikeouts. Now, you know, on the sports books, he's at four and a half, obviously, or at least he was. Uh, but at four, facing facing Miami. So the thing about Miami is this offense isn't as bad as people think it is, or at least especially in years past. Now, you know, Jazz, Jazz being there, is, he's, he's boom or bust. He's either going to strike out or he's going to destroy you. But having a Reyes and Bell and um, and Fortes at the bottom of the side, like they just don't strike out as much as you think anymore. And so when you've got a guy like Adon, who's a mostly low strikeout guy anyway, our projections here at Rotogrinders have him at 2.97. I think three is probably the right number. He's just seen this team recently, but I think he's seeing them back to back. So I, I think that I think that limits his upside as well. So a down at four, uh, even though we don't get the you know the, the half like like we would on the sports book, I still like it uh, under four strikeouts. That's been one of my one of my favorites today because I my massive exposure was to Manning earlier today. And if, if you want to talk about a sweat, talk about getting three Ks in the first inning and uh, then having to sweat one K for the other five. But a down at four. Uh, less than four strikeouts. That's kind of been one of my favorites today to pair up with some of those other things. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I, I definitely played a little bit. I, I think a lot of it was paired with Manning, unfortunately, or not Manning, Schmidt pitches, unfortunately. Oh, man. Um, I think I, I also played a little Adon over five hits, you know, which I, th I think yep. kind of correlates the same way because he's not going to miss a lot of bats. He, you know, whether whether he ends up getting enough hits, there's a little luck involved there. But I'm looking at his projection. It actually went up after the Miami lineup got confirmed. The bat is projecting him for 6.2 hits allowed. So definitely like the over five there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, well, Papa, that's those are all mine. I think I know you've got one more up your sleeve. 
and uh don't 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 laugh folks don't don't yeah this, this is just a this is a testament to how how bad this slate is and I, i've actually got two they're both on underdog only at least last time i checked yep. one is avila under two walks that's the padres starter the other one and i i promise you this this guy is actually a major league baseball player wade meckler over 0.5 total bases and you know, definitely not not nuke plays. I wouldn't go crazy on yep. them, but they both they both look okay, and they both look playable on a day where we we don't have a lot of good options. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and folks, guess what? That's it. I, we're closing out the last show, last show of the of the year of the season. Uh, Papa, thanks a bunch for uh, for joining. And uh, for those of you that don't know, Papa's been. He's been around a long time, playing DFS a long time. Uh, he's probably going to take down some GPPs in football and MMA <laughs> here and there. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, Papa, I can join the Millie Club this year. I am going to chase the Millie this year. I haven't put on a full-on chase on the Millie and DFS in probably, I'm going to say, two years, like a full-on chase. Like I'm going to, I'm going to try to try to take it down. But uh, I'm super grateful that you were able to join, man, as we close it out. I'm glad, you know, that hopefully we provided everyone with, you know, quality content for the past couple months throughout MLB. And I know MLB is still going on, but once again, we're making that transition to football. And uh, we'll go over our recap, and then we will get you beautiful people out of here. So uh, with Papa, I know we've got Strider less than eight strikeouts. We've got the combo less than eight strikeouts. We're taking Lynn less than six. And then, Papa, who are those two bats again that you had? Uh, well, the first one was a pitcher. It was Avila under two walks allowed, right? An underdog, and then Wade Meckler over 0.5 total bases. Yeah, and then a Don over over five hits, right? A Don over five hits or under four Ks. I, I think both are yep. good. Yeah. So, listen, folks, that is going to wrap it up. This is the season. I'm Chief for Mike. This has been take your pocket. This has been take your pick 'em. Hopefully, you came in with your pockets empty, left with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep tonight, and I'll see you back here hopefully next season. Talk to you then.